Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere, hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Action Comics number 342. Cover date, March 1966. Cover price, 12 cents. Cover artist, Kurt Swan and George Klein. Edited by Mort Weisinger. Featuring The Legionnaire Who Killed, writer Edmund Hamilton, art Kurt Swan, Sheldon Maltoff, and George Klein. And The Boy Who Betrayed Clark Kent, writer Leo Dorfman, art by George Papp. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go go! Starboy uses his power to make things super heavy on an attacking villain, but the villain's shield reflects Starboy's power back on him, leaving him helpless. His assailant then identifies himself as Ken's new whore of the planet Naltor, Dream Girl's home planet. He loves Dream Girl, but she won't marry him because she loves Starboy, so new whore vowed to track down Starboy and kill him. As Dream Girl herself arrives, distracting new whore, Starboy manages to grab a gun and kills new whore in self-defense. Dream Girl sees it all, and her testimony later clears Starboy with the science police. But when they arrive back at the Legion clubhouse, Starboy finds that his comrades have decided to put him on trial because he's broken the Legion code against killing. Brainiac 5 acts as prosecutor and appoints Saturn Girl judge, while Superboy volunteers to be Starboy's defense attorney because he feels the others, who are not invulnerable like himself, should have the right to kill in self-defense. As the trial begins, Brainiac 5 demonstrates that Starboy could have saved himself by using his power to cause a tree branch above New Whore to fall, pinning his enemy me to the ground without killing him. Superboy's attempts to mount a defense are useless, and Starboy is expelled from the Legion. But as he leaves the clubhouse, he is greeted by Dream Girl and her new comrades in the Legion of Substitute Heroes, who invite him to join their team. Meanwhile, back in the 20th century, Clark Kent becomes friends with a new boy in town named Pete Ross. Clark is worried that having a close friend might expose his secret identity. Clark becomes even more worried when he learns that Pete has an interest in detective work. Over the next few days, Pete gathers the physical measurements of both Clark and Superboy. Clark is worried that Pete has learned his secret identity, but Pete really was gathering the information so that he could cast Clark as Superboy in a school play. Pete does not suspect Clark and Superboy are one and the same. Confused? Me too. We'll be right back to explain everything. What comic has teenagers in the future fighting lots of crime and having lots of fun? And sometimes do, there's a do, Hall of Fame do, classic do, featuring do, Superboy. Do, do, do. Adventure, Adventure comics. Adventure, Adventure comics. Adventure comics. Adventure comics. Adventure comics. Adventure comics. If we had a bass line going in the background when we were going, Adventure. Well, that would be awesome. Yeah, we could try it again. No, that's okay. okay. All right. We need to move on. Right. Um, you know, that was my first musical. Was it? In high school. I played Tevya. You went right to star status and very first time out of the park? It was a small pool. Oh. That was in New Smyrna Beach, I believe. It's not pronounced Smyrna. Yes, it's it is. just well, Smyrna. That's how people there say it. Smyrna. It was sounded by the Greeks, you know. The Greeks. Well, I'm not responsible for that. I can just tell you that they say New Smyrna. And they drive Camarays. <laughs> Toyota Camarays? Uh-huh. Um, I was in Fiddler on the Roof with you. Yes, we did it again. I... We were called in to be to fill in uh, in a community production. I played the role of the fishmonger. And the legs of Frumacera. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the ghost Frumacera rode on your shoulders, you poor thing. That's what ruined my back. Uh, well, yes, I remember looking at her wedding dress. You could clearly see... In her area, what should be her crotch, uh-huh. your head underneath right, her My bearded face. It was fantastic. Um, and I was? 
a Russian dancer. I was indeed. I was a dancer. Yes, I've, I've trod the boards one or two times as a dancer. That's how you ruined your knees, I imagine. <laughs> well, that bottle dance is really difficult. It is. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you did it. I don't either, actually. I couldn't have. Once I got down on the ground, I'd never get back up again. Well, there you go. So? Yes? What are we uh, looking at this week? Adventure, Adventure Comics. Comics featuring Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes with special guest star Dream Girl. Correct. Dream Girl. She is a dream. Yeah. she's. That's also, her, girl. That's also her minor power. What? Oh, looking ahead into the future. Right. Yeah. Um, so, on the cover we have Starboy holding the lifeless corpse of... Is that Peter Pan? Let's Looks call him like Peter Pantress. Um, Saturn Girl. No, actually, we know his name. We'll, we'll learn later on. Right, right, right. Yeah. Saturn Girl, the aforementioned Dream Girl, and Superboy. Yep. And they're all standing there pointing fingers at Starboy because apparently he's just murdered someone. They're all saying, Jacques, Jacques. That's the French cover. Is it? I mean, I'm assuming that would that's what it looked like when it was translated um, to French. He, uh... Looks very sad. Yeah. And apparently he's broken the Legion code. Starboy. So that's a good code to have. Don't kill anyone. Yeah, I think it's stupid, but, you know. Why? Oh, because, I don't know. Whenever I was watching or reading comics and watching them on TV, I was like, God, no one ever dies. Well, why? Well, sure, lots of people die. No, not often enough. Someone dies in this very issue. Well, that's true. And yes. right in the Legion of Superheroes, we've already had one of triplicate girls' bodies die. Yes. Do you remember she attended her own funeral? Yes. <laughs> All right. Part one. Yes? The Legionnaire who killed. killed. Boy, that, that PSA keeps showing up over and over again. About Do you make life room? hard for yourself? Yeah, about cleaning your room. Yeah. Well, they want to really drum it into our heads yeah. that... A messy room is the devil's playpen. Are you going to the uh, splash page? I'm on the splash page. Code forbids any legionnaire ever to take a life. Starboy has killed someone. So they're watching a monitor tape of Starboy firing a pistol, a laser pistol, Mm -hmm. at the villain whom he's killed. Mm -hmm. And they're in a courtroom, and Superboy is serving as... Counselor to Starboy. Yes, the defense. In his defense. Yep. Mm. Turn the page. Okay. A great shot here of the Legionnaire's mission monitor board, which uh, shows the whereabouts of each member of this Legion of Superheroes as they exist now. Are you counting? I am. Okay. What 18 you on with? the board. Okay, let's see if anyone's missing. Oh, yeah, there are lots of people missing. Who? Matterier Lad, um, Monel. No, I mean anyone missing from the the monitor board if they've forgotten to put anyone on there. Oh, I see. Well, Starboy's not on there. You're right. He might be yes, behind. He, he might be behind the book. Nope. Oh, I left. see. Oh, at base, I see. Okay. Uh, yeah, it looks like everyone's there. We do have okay. a bouncing boy who's currently not a member because he lost his powers. Yeah. That's kind of sad. It is. He's my favorite. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. He's the boy who bounces. That's right. Just like me. <laughs> so the Legionnaires who are on Earth have settled in for some groovy good times. They're playing uh, games, games space like Opoly. Spaceopoly. Their Phantom Girl and Ultra Boy, they're dating, by the way. Yeah, I, I thought so. They're doing the Shurg. The Shurg, the which I thought dance. was something like the Shrug. You know? Yeah, but it's yeah. pronounced Shurg, Shurg in the future. Yes. And uh, <laughs> the big computer is deciding who would be best to kiss each other. And uh, it's forcing people to kiss. Yeah, I wrote that as a question. Um, first of all, Clubhouse? How old are these people? They're teenagers. So they're in a clubhouse, but it's not actually made of wood and it's not in a tree. No, it's not like Robbie Reed's Lab Shack. Right. It's uh, it's a, actually an upside-down rocket ship which has crashed into 30th century Metropolis 
and they I don't know if we see the outside of it. So it's a clubhouse, okay. So yeah. and second was my question was computer decides who kisses whom? Mm-hmm. Really? Well, I mean, it says, come on, join us, Starboy. We're having a big, we have the big computer decide who'd have the most fun kissing whom. It's a riot. Sounds like it. Yeah. So Chameleon Boy is kissing... Light Lass. Light Lass. Now, that's funny because in the future, Light Lass becomes a lesbian. Oh. So... That would explain her lifeless response to his kiss. (laughs) Well, he's also orange with antennas. And, and he has a prote being. And he has a prote being. And we're not entirely sure if that's his actual true form because he can change shape. Yeah. No, and there no one else is kissing. Well, it's their turn. Well, I would think that, I mean, what if they just t- turn the knob up and make it like an orgy situation? <laughs> they're teenagers. There's no telling what they're up to on left to their own devices. Well, right. Well, right. they're all lined up to get in line for that machine. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, except for the two. Doing the Shurg. Right. Yes. Well, there are already a couple, so we don't have to worry about that. What's a cute little dance, isn't it? The Shurg? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We could demonstrate later and put it on YouTube. (laughs) I think we'll pass. Um, Starboy is not interested in the kissing machine, though, because he's pining away for Dream Girl. Dream Girl, who was recently with them. She was. Now, do you know the story of Dream Girl? Uh, Are you kidding? No. No, I don't. Okay. I mean, I know from this comic, but, you know. Right. Okay. So, she was from the planet Naltor. She came to apply for membership to the Legion of Superheroes. Mm-hmm. Wait, she came from Naltor? Naltor. Her name's Nora Nol. Yeah, she's royalty. Okay. I think. I just made that up. Um, so, she came because she had a vision of several Legionnaires dying oh. on duty. And she came under false pretenses to join the Legion. Really, she was trying to get in there so she could save the Legionnaires that she saw dying. Okay. In the course of events of saving them, she arranged things so that they would get... Like, I think she got Saturn Girl ousted from the Legion. She used her Naltorian science to change the powers of Lightning Lass who was Lightning Lass at the time, to Light Lass, who okay. is Light Lass now. What does Light Lass do? She makes things light. Oh, boy, it's pretty singular. Yep. It's a very descriptive name. Okay, that being said, mm-hmm. um, if they are very, if their powers are very singular, like, okay, well, I make things light. Right. Well, I make things heavy. Right. I eat things. You know, I right. bounce. Uh-huh. How the hell do we have a legion of substitute heroes? Because they're people who were not good enough to get into the Legion of Superheroes. So I looked at, uh, looking ahead here, we're going to have uh-huh. a little you know, little uh, glimpse of what the Legion of Substitute Heroes does. Uh-huh. I mean, they don't say that the people who join the Legion of Substitute Heroes are people who butter toast. Right. Or make really good coffee. Right. Or, you know, I can cut a, gra- a, cut a lawn in an hour. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, their powers aren't much better than the people who are part of the Legion. Right. So, Dream Girl, having joined the Legion under false pretenses, then left the Legion. And now this is her first appearance since that time. Okay. Well, okay, so we've established that she came on board to save some lives. Right. And then she's now back. I love how um, on page, uh, let's see, three, Yeah. he is remembering exactly where she stood when he said goodbye to her. And she's this apparition. Right. You know? A glimmering image of her has appeared in yeah. front of his eyes. Yes. Um, next, we go to the Legion tryouts. Uh-huh. This is my favorite part of any Legion story. <laughs> Unfortunately, we only have two. Yeah. Calamity King, mm-hmm. who can cause disasters. And he's wearing some sort of, like... Little Lord Fauntleroy outfit uh-huh. with with a with a little cap, with uh-huh. a little jaunty little cap. Yeah, yeah like little, little bolero jacket. Col- yes, it's very cute. Um, he causes calamity wherever he is. No thanks. Nope. We don't need a jinx around here. And then Color Kid, who can change the color of anything. 
I'm granting you. I'll grant you that. Make a rainbow, make a rainbow too. Um, Do you know what the next part of that is? Red and listen with your eyes, listen with your eyes, and hear everything you see. You can make sing a rainbow, sing a rainbow, sing along with me. Do do do, red and yellow and pink and green. Purple and orange and blue. I didn't know there was a bridge like that. Oh, yeah, totally. I think it was from Up With People. Really? No. Yeah. Well. Do you know who was in Up With People? Who? Glenn Close. She wrote a lot of songs for them. If I were looking in your eyes. You are looking in my eyes. What wait, are you wait, doing? Wait, If I were looking through your eyes. It's a song about empathy. I wonder what I'd see. Are you thinking of Free To Be You and Me? I have no idea what okay. I'm thinking. I'm getting flooded with with memories of songs from my childhood. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> I'm just going to have a sip of coffee. We're drinking coffee. It's Saturday afternoon. Yes. It's Saturday. It's cocktail hour. It is. Literally, it is so by definition, it's cocktail hour, but we have had a very long day of fun. We just, we just did all sorts of activities. Oh, I went hither and yon, and I went to an antique shop, and I got a Starburst... Mid-century modern clock. It's wonderful. You could do a little bit of work to it. Yeah, I have to yeah. shine it up. Yeah. And then I and went for a long, long, long run this morning, and then went to our homecoming activities, and then went to a motorcycle um, open house to look at my new dream bike that I want. I covet yeah. so bad. Maybe we should start a Patreon so you can get that dream bike. Maybe we should just play the lottery. My God, the, the bike is more than I paid for either one of our cars. Right. Combined, I think. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, Color Kid mm-hmm. does go on to join the Legion of Substitute Heroes eventually. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, he better have a good kick or a good punch because <laughs> honestly, what is that? Why do you want that? I mean, that's really only really great around the holidays. Look, yeah. everyone, I've made the green Christmas tree gold. By the way, it's not really changing. It's a gold, just how you perceive it. I watched the movie this morning, The Duchess of Idaho, starring Esther Williams. I walked in on that. Yeah. Um, coming back from my run. Uh-huh. Uh, the most bizarre see- scene where people are lighting torches and, and skiing down the mountains at night. Well, yeah, they were in Sun Valley. Okay. Doing a nighttime ski. Yes. Anyway, there was a... Oh, no, I'm thinking of a different movie that I watched. Designing Woman with Lauren Bacall, Gregory Peck. Lauren Bacall. I drink high point. Um, so... There was a whole scene where uh, these gangsters were attacking uh, Broadway backstage area. And a guy came out and just, the dance chief came out and just started kicking the gangsters. Leaping over the trash cans, jumping all around, kicking, kicking, kicking. It was, was fantastic. Was it choreographed like it was, like it was a dance sequence? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I wish I'd seen that. Well, we own it. You can watch it. <laughs> cool. What did we watch last night? Uh, Solo. A Star Wars story. Yeah. We didn't even talk about that. It was so late when it was over. Yeah. Yeah. And did you want to talk about it now? No. Okay. For some other time. Okay. All right. So the comic. And when the last applicant has been tested. Yes. Karak is a wild, lonely planet, Starboy. But I understand why you want to go and see your parents. Yes. His parents are astrophysicists. Astrophysicists. And they are, uh, they've already left the planet when he gets there. Yes. It's too bad they don't have anything like, um, I don't know, a lexaphone where you could have called ahead. Well, say, are, don't leave. They're folks. so expensive. Are they, though? In I'm the 30th a, century, they're probably like an Apple Watch. Anybody could have one. Um, and he is from the world Xanthu. Yes. Xanthu, yeah, yes. So he's going to see his parents just to going make sure to they get his home parents safe. And, does he um, fly or does he take a spaceship? He takes a or spaceship. Or takes a spaceship. That's a yes. nice little green spaceship. Very nice color, mm-hmm. very nice lines, much like the motorcycle that I looked at today. Uh-huh, just exactly like. So, uh, this <laughs> primitive planet where he's going has huffalump trees. It does have huffalump trees! Thank you for saying that. You're I was looking well at that done. going, what? where have I seen this before? In a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah. Every Dr. Seuss book, because he only knew how to draw one kind of yeah, tree. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, here he's getting accosted by uh, Jan Barth, ne'er-do-well that wants to kill Starboy. Uh, Ken's new whore. Oh, you're. I'm sorry. He first is greeted by Jan Barth. Right, Jan Barth explore. is the attendant of the planetoid. And now we get Ken's new whore. Ken, what? Ken's new whore. Right. It sounds like you're saying Ken's new whore. Ken's new whore. K E N Z. 
N-U-H-O-R. And he's here to kill Starboy because... His dream girl, whose name is Nuranal, refused to marry him. Right. She loves Starboy. She sure does. Yes. And he returns the favor. That's right. Um, so, Ken... So, Ken's new whore kills... Right? He shoots well, at first. Well, he shoots him. It's not clear if he's actually ever He shoots killed. Jan Barth. Jan Barth, yes. Yeah. Now, Starboy is going to use his ability to make anything super heavy. I guess that's because what stars do. Yes, he... So, let's back up. Early in the history of the Legion of Superheroes, mm-hmm. it was not a regular feature. And so they would often have people just show up in a Superboy story and say, hey, I'm a new member of the Legion of Superheroes and I've come back in time for my uh, initiation and I'm here in the past and I'm fallen in love with Lana Lang. That's what happened with Starboy. Right, because he, end, uh, I mean, he ends up... Never mind, I'm sorry, that's wrong. What? No, that's in the next story, okay. Superboy story. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so Starboy was one of these characters that just appeared. He had exactly the same powers as Superboy. Uh-huh. He fell in love with Lana Lang and blah, blah, blah. Then he eventually went back to the future. Then when the Legion became a regular feature and they started this business about nobody could have duplicate powers. Right. That was a problem because Starboy had just the same powers as Superboy. So they took away all his other powers and just made him be able to make things So Starboy, super heavy. you know, the clock was ticking on his ability to stay in this group. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, you know, Starboy's days were numbered. Well, yes. Stay tuned. Mm. Um, so Starboy fires his power to make things super heavy at Ken's new horse shield, which repels the power back at Starboy. And in fact, makes Starboy super heavy. Are you comfortable with that? What do you mean? If you have the power yeah. to do something like that, yeah. don't you think when someone deflects it back to you that you might become immune to that? One to your would own power? Hope so, yes. Like, if, for example, you had the ability to shoot out a vapor cloud, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I do have that power. <laughs> I know, I knew you were going to say that. Since it came from you, yeah. and you issued that forth, yeah. I'm sorry, I just said the same thing twice. Yeah. You might be immune to it. I'm not immune to my own power. <laughs> Sometimes I chase myself out of bed in the morning. <laughs> Stop it. It's true. I didn't mean for that to go there. I, I just know I really that. did not like that he deflected his power back to him and then he fell down. Alright. No. Well. That that Ken's new whore reflected. Starboy's powers back to him. Well, it happened. Yeah. And so Starboy is desperately trying to reach a ray gun. Paralyzed by his own weight. Just as Nuranal's space flyer is making landfall on the planet. Mm -hmm. Uh, He fires the weapon and kills Ken's new whore. He sure does. He kills him dead, Bob. In self-defense, though, which well, the yes, girl could attest to. Because Ken's new whore is trying to kill him. He's right. got his gun raised. He's about to finish him. He says, um, she, you know, Nura's arrived, but she's too late now. I'm going to kill you. Uh-huh. So, Dream Girl saw it all. She goes, accompanies Starboy to the science police who clear him of any wrongdoing, legally. But then they go back to the clubhouse. To a sea of long faces. Yeah. What's bugging you, buddies? You all look as grim as a hangman with a headache. (laughs) Well, it doesn't matter what the legal law says. He's broken the Legion code. He has. And he's going to have to be outlawed from the Legion. And he's going to have to stand court-martial. So this apparently is a little military organization. Well, they they run a tight ship there at the Legion, I suppose, huh? I guess. Um, Brainiac 5 is going to be the prosecuting attorney and Superboy acting for the defense. Because Superboy argues that they should change the Legion Code so that members can kill in self-defense because, of course, Superboy is invulnerable. Nothing can hurt him. But the rest of them might have their special abilities turned Mon-El back on Mon-El is them. also invulnerable. Yes, yeah. and Ultra Boy can mm-hmm. turn invulnerable if he chooses. Um, so Brainiac is hounding, hounding. You mean there's no other way you could have 
saved yourself, except by killing your assailant. Yeah. Uh, no other way. Star well, Wars I mean, it started the the, the 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 trial opens with Dream Girl saying, you know, in, in his I, I was there, I saw it. He, he did everything he could. Yeah, he's innocent, and then he just like goes after him. He's uh, uh, Brainiac Five, right? right? Goes after him, um, and and then provides evidence of other instances when um, members of the Legion of Superheroes have done. I'm sorry, excuse me, not Legion of Superheroes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, Other Legionnaires have done, uh, have made decisions that have spared lives. Right. This, I believe, is only the second Legion of Superheroes story we've seen. It is. I think we've seen enough to know that Brainiac 5 is a dick. Okay, I would agree with you. He is. Okay. Yeah. No, I thought I was going to get an argument. Not at all. Okay. No. Um, So here we go. Brainiac 5 is ready with a laundry list of other instances where legionnaires have saved themselves without killing their assailant. Well, I don't think this holds water. They all have different abilities than Starboy, first of all. Yeah. Element Lad is first up. He can change any element from one element to another. Hey, Bob, he can, th- he can use change things to gas. <laughs> That's what I can do, too. Mm. Um, so whatever weapon he's presented with, he could just turn it into gas or water. Indeed. So, not a fair comparison. Colossal Boy can grow giant. Like Apache Chief. Yes. Yes. Also not a fair comparison. Also like Giganta. Or Elastigirl in the Doom Patrol. Okay. Uh, Cosmic Boy can't control magnetism. Fine. Not a fair comparison. No, all of those are much better powers than making things super heavy. I have a problem with what we're about to see here on the next page. What? The model. Yeah. Yeah. This so, is where I, I went. I could, the Brainiac's been just awful this whole time. Yeah. Now he's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. So Brainiac 5 has constructed a doll-sized model of... of the scene of the crime. The scene of the crime. <laughs> with an actual model of Starboy. And Ken's new whore. He instructs Starboy to aim his power to make anything super heavy at the tiny model, which I'll just mention, we could achieve the same effect without the power to make things super heavy. We <laughs> just like blow pick, on it. Yeah, just take your fingers and drop that on top of the figure. Yeah. Yeah. So Starboy aims his power to prove to the prosecution that he could have simply aimed his power at the tree branch above Ken's new horror and knocked him out cold. First of all, this is a model. Yeah, he's got plenty of time. Right. Plenty of time to think. Second of all, who knows if the tree branch... A tree branch falls on someone, it's going to kill them. Maybe. A tree branch of this size? A Huffalump tree branch? It depends on how heavy he's made it. How many who's are inside the Huffalump tree branch? It doesn't matter even if it's not a... Heavy tree branch, if you make it super heavy, it's going to fall on somebody and kill them. Yeah, and possibly break their neck and kill them. Right, yeah. which would be a slow, painful death, not an instant death of firing a laser gun. Again, Brainiac 5 is... I it? rest my case. <laughs> the prosecution rests. The defense rests. Uh, but Superboy's flustered now. It's He's, true, he really could have done that if he thought of it. Well, he so, didn't think of it. Super, case closed. Superboy leaps into genius... Defense action. Yeah, here we go. Oh, boy. He's no genius. No, he isn't. Uh, let's, um, oh, wait. Wait, well, since we're here. In the we DC Universe the- game, does, Super Bo- does Superman have uh, extreme intelligence like he does strength? Um, uh, yes. Based upon what? Well, in the game, what are you talking about the game? In comics, generally, Superman is super intelligent. Okay. You're talking about the game statistics. Yes. I don't know. I didn't pour over. Listeners, Dr. Husband and I are involved in a role-playing game group, playing the DC Universe game. Uh-huh. Uh, we haven't actually started playing yet. No, but when we do, we'll be sure to give you a few of our highlights. <laughs> yes, we will. Um, can we talk about what Dream Girl's got in her hair? Thank you. I, th- I thought maybe she was making a movie and she'd left a microphone in. No, I mean, I remember... The first time I encountered Dream Girl, 
was around the same time period. Mm -hmm. And she had that thing in her hair. And I don't... It looks like a barrette of some kind, but it's not doing anything to her hair. It's just stuck there in her hair. Yeah, because her hair's got full. Maybe it holds her head on. Her, her hair to her head. I don't know. It does look like a lavalier mic, like you might see on the stage. On doesn't it? the boards. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. It does. It somehow got loose and flipped up mm-hmm. on the top of her hair. Maybe she whispers, and she needs that microphone so that everyone around her can hear her. Maybe. She's called Dream Girl. Maybe she speaks in dream voice. Dream Girl. You have 30 minutes. I'm a dream. Yeah, I'm Super Boy. Set to tell you Super fast you research can't. tonight. Look out. <laughs> <laughs> and that microphone picks up her voice. Okay. And the, and the, the speakers are underneath her cape. Mm-hmm. That way everyone around her can hear her. Um, she's also got earrings that are not attached to her ears. They're just floating on her cheeks. Or... Perhaps they're stuck to her skin. Like, maybe they go into the skin below her ears. Or maybe she just glistens. Maybe it's just like a reflection. Maybe she's just really crappily drawn. No, because this is Kurt Swan, and well, he's this, a classic okay, well, uh, artist. You can't, no, you cannot disparage Kurt Swan. Oh, I won't. I just don't think that, that uh, something, there's some strange uh, characteristics about her drawing. Okay. I, I am really curious about the thing in her hair. I'm going to Google that later. Anyway, she's visiting Starboy in his jail cell. Mm-hmm. Well, detention room, because he's, he's been cleared by the law. Let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. He's under no legal obligation to be locked up. And is that Elastiboy? No, that's Element Lad. Okay. You have uh, 30 minutes, Dream Girl. Um, so she's uh, going to be doing... Well, she's telling him that Superboy's doing some super fast research. Right. To try to clear his name. So Superboy's in the uh, records room. Is that watching, where you're going? Yep. I yeah, see. it's watching film strips of previous Legion cases. Right. Uh, first up Wait is, a minute. What? I want to go back to one little detail. Uh-huh. That's going to require me to go way, way, way back okay. here. Um, this... You know the Mission Monitor Board uses its special rays to record the actions of every Legionnaire, wherever he is. Mm-hmm. And the monitor tape shows that you, Starboy, have killed. Right. The Mission Monitor Board uses its special rays to record the actions of every Legionnaire. Right. All the time. Right. There's no privacy. Right. Ever. Uh-huh. Yeah. So who's watching those videos? Brainiac 5, for sure. Okay, he's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. And probably, you know, uh, I imagine Bouncy Boy would get off on that a little bit. <laughs> I'd stop it. Uh, so we have a video recording of Light Lass okay. being attacked by cavemen, and she uses her power to make the boulder that she's being attacked with super light. What's a, what noises do you suppose the cavemen are making up there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just last week, we have a tape of Duo Damsel. Uh, temporarily confusing a Jovian Mastodon. Right. By splitting into two people. Do you suppose he just reached his head down with all of those tusks and picked up both of them? He could. Because <laughs> she's, uh, although she's split in two, she still hasn't cleared the path of the rampaging. She's just standing mammoth. right in front of it. Yeah. Uh, Matter Eater Lad eating part of a ray gun. <laughs> I love that picture. <laughs> well, this thing with the tail is attacking him. It yeah. looks like it looks like the thing from the Fantastic Four. Right, yeah, and uh, and it's attacking him, but he has a tail, and he's just matter eater lad has just taken the gun and put it into his mouth to eat it. Is that what he does? Yeah, he eats all kinds of matter. Oh my god! Um, now does he spit them back out again? And no, he digests it, he gives him energy. Okay, um, I'm going to move on from that. He and then he creates gas, much like. Of people I know. Uh, so he might be eating the ray gun, but this creature that's attacking him is yeah. three times his size. And it looks like he's about to crush him. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'll eat the creature, too. Who knows? Well... That would be killing him. Oh, good point. Yeah. So... Now Superboy finally sees something that we don't see at this time that he thinks may clear Starboy. Mm-hmm. We flash ahead now to various 
points around the universe where everyone's getting ready to enter their verdict on yeah. Starboy. So Mon Allen Sunboy are on a okay. distant planet. The Legion of Substitute Heroes in their headquarters. Right. Now, and you we wanted will, to talk about them. I do want to talk about um, Polar Boy. Yes. He's sitting there, and he is bound in... He's, he's wearing... He has donned uh, furs and heavy coats because apparently he has the ability to do something that will create the name Polar. So I would well, assume he, he can make things cold. Yes. Good okay. Good guess. And he is standing next to Kitten Beehive Lass. That's Night Girl. Okay. She's Kitten Beehive Lass. She does have a fantastic beehive. And she has a kitten on her chest. It's an owl. You can't see from that angle. Okay. It's an owl head. Okay. And then there must be Shadow Boy. No, well, hang on. Shadow. So Night Girl has super strength, uh-huh. but only in the dark. Oh, so what does everyone here have to has a handicap of some kind? Uh, kind of. Okay. Uh, the spiky hair boy is Fire Lad. He can breathe fire. Oh, that's a good power. And it's better than making things light. Well, I mean, except he can only just breathe it out of his nose. Only in one direction? Yeah. Out of what his... happens if he sneezes? Yeah, exactly. Wow. Uh, Greenhead is Chlorophyll Kid, who can oh. make plants grow super fast. Which well, that's one of my powers. Right. Obviously, that would be a good power. Yeah. Um, there's also missing from this panel is Stone Boy, who can turn to stone, but only when he's asleep. So he <laughs> has to go into like... That's a power? Well, it's like he hibernates. He can go into hibernation and turn um, to stone. So people pick him up and throw him around? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that, 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 that warrants being relegated to the Legion of Substitute Heroes. Now, Night Girl is dating Cosmic Boy. Okay. And she eventually does join the Legion. I'm sorry, Kitten Beehive Girl? Kitten Beehive Girl, yes. Thank you. As does Polar Boy eventually join the Legion and, in fact, becomes the leader of the Legion oh, in the future. Oh, so, Substitute Heroes. No, of the full, of the real, oh. actual superheroes. Okay, all right. So we don't feel too bad for them. Okay. And back in the headquarters, here's the Legion panel of Prody's a little devil, isn't he? Prody's turning himself into a... Uh, Is he like the shmoo? Yeah. Except he has telepathic powers. And he can change shape. He's turning himself into a gavel because Saturn Girl has a gavel. And ha-ha, won't that be fun? Is he like having a dog? Um... As I say, he has telepathic powers and the ability to carry on a conversation. Oh. Intelligently, so... Because he's acting like a child. It actually becomes an issue later when uh, everyone realizes that he's actually an intelligent creature who's been treated like a pet all this time. Really? Yeah, not I... in anything we'll be reading here, but oh. in the 80s and 90s. Okay. Um, Superboy whizzes in with his slide projector... Hello, future slide projector. Again, it's asking, the size of a small Volkswagen. Well, you know, we had that hipster revolution. Yeah, the, yeah, with the robot um, rebellion. So, Superboy whizzes in with a film strip of Brainiac 5 killing someone in self-defense. Now, here's where <laughs> Superboy's gone wrong as a defense attorney, because he didn't watch the whole thing. Way to go, Superboy. If he kept what watching, was he doing all night? Was he viewing these 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 everything clips at all super night? speed? Yeah. Uh, if he'd watched, so means he saw a lot of show- showering and <laughs> and shaving right. and and intimate relationships and people eating cereal. Well, I don't know, you know if any of these fellows shave yet. They're teenagers. Did you shaved as a teenager? Didn't you? Uh, yeah, like sixteen, probably. Yeah. How old are these kids? Sixteen-ish. Yeah, they shave. Okay, if you say so. Uh, if he'd and they kept... don't just shave, they super shave. Right. Yes. If he'd have kept watching, he would have seen that Brainiac 5 had shot a robot, which uh, he knew yes. was a robot, and so that's why he shot it. And Otherwise, apparently robots are just filled with nuts and bolts. And wires. And springs. Springs. Yeah. Um, everyone's astonished to see. No one's more astonished than Superboy, because he was supposed to save Starboy. Oh, boy, does he feel super stupid. Um, Zipperboy says out loud, don't worry, Starboy, I haven't even begun to fight yet. And then to himself says, I have, I have no further no defense. no idea what I'm doing. My last strategy failed. <laughs> oh, um, Kind boy. of like a uh, recent uh, Supreme Court nominee. Oh, yeah. Uh, they don't have a plan B. They don't. We won't get into that. No, no, let's not. 
no, um, it's been it's been a rough week. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Superboy goes to the zoo for inspiration. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I just sort of i I thought I saw that. And I was like, okay. Um, he sees a Saturnian scorpion beast. It has powerful claws and acid. Uh huh. And uh, it drips from its claws. Next thing you know, they're back in the courtroom, and here comes a Saturnian scorpion beast popping through the roof. Bursts through the ceiling and attacks everyone, or starts to attack everyone, except that Brainiac 5 is just standing. Yeah, just standing still, because he knew that it's not really a Saturnian Scorpion Beast, because it wasn't dripping acid from its claws. Again, Brainiac 5 is a dick. dick. Uh, It's Prody in disguise. Yep. We should clarify, this is actually Prody 2, although they haven't. Referred to it I as it was such. Too. Yes, the original Prody died, saving Lightning Lad. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that. Which later. you explained in a previous episode. Sure, I did. Yes. Um. So, anyway, the upshot is they're about to vote. I love that this huge distraction comes in, and Brainiac says, "This is not actually a scorpion. This is Prody." And then in the next thing, he says, "To begin again." <laughs> As I was saying. As I was saying. Uh, so Brainiac 5 agrees that the code should be changed. Yes. That members can kill in self-defense. But it However, it apply. wasn't changed when Starboy committed his mm-hmm. offense. So they're all going to vote. They sure are. Oh, look at Ultra Boy. What? Where? He's in the. Uh, he's on page um, 14. Yeah. Middle panel. Yeah. To the right. Yeah. I recognize that from your t-shirt. Yeah, very good. I have an Ultra Boy t-shirt, everyone. I also have a Saturn Girl t-shirt and Lightning Lad, but... You do. I don't wear those as often as Ultra Boy. Anyway. Triplicate Girl, not guilty. Oh, sorry. Duo Damsel. Because her triplicate died. Right. Superboy, not guilty. Why does Superboy get to vote if he was the defense attorney? Of course he's He shouldn't now. be able to vote. Uh, Phantom Girl, not guilty. Braid Act 5, guilty. Chameleon Boy, guilty. Element Lad, guilty. Light Last, not guilty. Shrinking Violet, not guilty. Saturn Girl, guilty. Wow, that surprised me. Uh, well, as Superboy says, almost all the girls are on your side because of your romance with Dream Girl. Yeah, he's got the sympathy vote, the romance sympathy vote. Except Saturn Girl, because she's got a reputation as kind of an ice queen. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Monel not guilty. Sunboy guilty. Ultra Boy not guilty. Lightning Lad not guilty. Cosmic Boy guilty. Colossal Boy guilty. Uh, Ultra Boy not guilty. From across time. Right, and so Monel and Ultra Boy both have, because they can become invulnerable. Mm-hmm. Monel who's invulnerable, mm-hmm. Ultra Boy who can become invulnerable, had the same views as Superman, that it was it's right to do that in self defense. And then we get to the across time. What's across this time. About? I don't get this. Well,. What you don't know yet is uh-huh. that Jimmy Olsen has powers as Elastic Lad. Okay. And so he is a reserve member of the Legion of Superheroes. And Supergirl is also a member, but she doesn't come often to the future. So they reach across time. They know uh-huh. what's going on, and uh-huh. they enter their votes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Jimmy Olsen guilty. Supergirl not guilty. Matter Eater Lad guilty. Invisible Kid Guilty. The tally is guilty 10, not guilty 9. Oh. Yeah. So, Starboy is being expelled. They form a little, like a gauntlet. A little line of shame. Yeah. They all bow their heads. Um, I'm surprised he's not being escorted out by security. We do know that happens sometimes. Yes, we do. Um, He meets Dream Girl outside... And she announces that she has just joined the Legion of Substitute Heroes, and they'd like him to join too. Which he agrees to. I, I really don't get a good shot of their plane. It looks, I don't know what it is. It looks like a... I think that's Dream Girl's ship that oh, she landed yeah. on the planet before. Because hers wasn't green, it was red. Yeah. Okay. So he's been asked to join the Legion of Superheroes. Oh, excuse me, Substitute Heroes. Yep. Substitute Heroes, yes. Where he meets Kitten Beehive Girl and Polar Boy. Uh-huh. Yep. I see your confusion. That does look like a cat head. Doesn't it? It is an owl. For I sure. see I see now 
that it is an owl. Yeah. But when I saw it and not knowing her, I thought she looked like a very matronly woman with a nice beehive on top of her head and a kitten on her chest. So I called right. her. I wrote down who's kitten beehive girl. It's night girl. Okay. Uh, and it's Actually, an I owl. called her kitten beehive lass. Good. Good guess. Thank you. Um, we have uh, a Hall of Fame classic. In so this, this is, issue. is this a, a story that has appeared before that's yes, been reissued? It's a reprint. Okay, from how long? Um, I could look that up for it's, you. It's not important. It's like roughly, do you think it's something that happened 10 years before? Uh, probably more like five because okay. people had short memories. Okay. Um, but uh, I can look that up and put it in the show notes. This is a quaint little story, isn't it? It's adorable. Yeah. So. Long-time DC Comics readers will recognize the name of Pete Ross. I did a little bit of research. Yes. Pete Ross was Clark Kent's childhood friend. Yes. He eventually marries Lana Lang. Um, you, that's uh, new continuity. So oh. in this continuity, that would not have happened. But go on. Oh, I'm sorry. That doesn't scan, does it? No, it's fine. It's fine. You well, in the new continuity, they have a son named Clark Ross. Mm-hmm. And right now, they are presently divorced he was vice president under Lex Luthor. Yes. Uh, is is um, work friend Chuck just like gripping his, his steering wheel no, listening to this? No, you couldn't have known. Okay. All right. So let me tell you about Pete Ross. Thank you. Um, he is Superboy's, well, Clark Kent's best friend right. in Smallville. He uh, did grow up in this original continuity and had a son named John. Uh, oh, John. John Ross. John Ross. John was uh, chosen by an alien race to be, like, their warlord savior and was abducted from Earth, which Superman allowed to happen because Superman was able to see the future or had traveled to the future and knew that this indeed was that John Ross would save this alien race. So he allowed him to be abducted from Earth, which made Pete Ross then go insane and hate Superman. Oh, that's not good. No. It all worked out in the end. Did uh, Well, I'm just going to give you a spoiler alert. Okay. Because in the next issue of Adventure Comics, we will also have a reprint wherein Pete Ross learns Superboy's true identity oh. and keeps it secret all his life as kind of a... Because they're good friends. Well, they spend a lot of time together, don't they? They do. It's I'm, a very sweet friendship. It is a sweet friendship, and I'm not going to be, like, you know, silly about it. No, I, but, no, no. But what I do think is very interesting in this story is that from the moment that they're introduced, yeah. almost every single day, he encounters some sort of life-threatening accident. Who, Pete? Pete. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you're in around Superboy. I mean, not like, not from enemies attacking Superboy. No, no, just, no. He just, he's an idiot. Pete right. knocks over a, a vial of acid, uh-huh. and which creates a gas. Right. Pete stumbles into a, uh, um, a, a bog. Right. Right? And then the next day, they're building... A set outside for some production they're going to do a month later on. Uh-huh. And a plane is crashing around. Uh-huh. I mean, come on, Pete. Maybe you need to spend a little bit more time sleeping and a little bit less time collecting actors' autographs and doing your detective work. And maybe you wouldn't stumble into these horrific situations. Well, could we consider the possibility that maybe it's Superboy that is just a trouble magnet? Well... Okay, well, that, there could be some sort of dharmic uh, a coincidence going on here. Okay, sure. Whatever that means. Um, I'm sorry, I think I was thinking say dharma is actually a, a truth teaching. Sorry. Karmic. Karmic. <laughs> Not karmic. Dharmic. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I'm, re- I'm, reading, I'm reading the Bhagavad Gita right now. Of course you are. Yes. Um, look, Clark Kent has spent his young life so far... Hiding who he really is. He's so lonely. He's very lonely. He's the only person, as far as he knows, on the Earth with superpowers. Right. He's the last survivor, as far as he knows, of his his entire entire planet. planet. He's got his friends in the 30th century. Wait, has he locked up his sister, uh, his cousin, yet in in the orphanage? She hasn't come to Earth yet. Okay. That's when he's an adult, she comes. Oh, okay, thank you. Um, 
he has his friends in the 30th century, but he can't spend all his time in the 30th century. No. So he's pretty much alone. Yeah. He's surrounded by kids his age, but he's not close to any of them. Right. He's got Lana, who's always suspecting that he's super boy, so he can't open up to her. Mm -mm. So it's nice of him to have a male friend, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Here comes Pete Ross moving into town, who witnesses a bunch of bullies beating up on Clark Kent, who's a nerd and, as far as anyone knows, meek and mild. He just steps in and manages the situation right away, doesn't he? Pete Ross is not taking any guff from these bullies. He collars them and pushes them out of line. Yep. He says, this is only a taste of what you'll get. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice of him to do that. Um, Pete and Clark go to a movie together about... Uh, well, it's a newsreel, apparently, of Superboy saving. Well, you know, they had newsreels before movies. It wasn't they weren't watching the newsreel. Right, right. I... Now playing Monsters from Mars. Yep. Um, so... Superman, Superboy rescues Superboy. crippled battleship is right. the newsreel. Superboy returns home and uh, is, you know, moping around to his parents about how he doesn't have any friends. Yeah. Uh, I love this. He said, I wrote this down. The quote, I met a boy named Pete Ross, and he wants to be my friend, but I'm afraid. Mm. Yeah. The next night, Clark gets a surprise. His parents have invited Pete to supper. Ma and Pa Clark have invited him to dinner. Uh, you notice that Superboy's wearing the same clothes. I mean, Clark is wearing the same clothes as he's wearing the day yeah. before. Yeah, well, so is, uh, well, let's see, let me see here. here. Oh, no. Pete's changed. Pete's changed. He changes his clothes several times, actually. Right. Well, now, this could be... I know that adult Clark Kent always wore that blue suit with red tie because the clothes were specially treated with chemicals oh. so that he could fold them up into his cape okay. and they wouldn't be damaged if he flew at super speed or wrinkled or anything like wow. that. Um, so, Clark takes Pete to his room. Shows him this wonderful collection He's of... He's got a Superboy shrine. He does. And look at that cool little, um, I don't know, snowshoe... Something yeah, it's like a giant dream catcher or a... Uh, I think it's a snowshoe or or canoe, a model canoe. Could be. It's like he's got little, uh, little American Indian things. Uh, that's so 1960s. Oh, yeah. Isn't well, it? Davy Crockett was big at this time. Yeah. Daniel Boone. Next night uh, at Pete's house, <laughs> Pete shows off his two hobbies. Acting, acting? And detective work. Yes, and he has uh, he has on his wall pictures of Laurel and Hardy. He has the comedy and tragedy tragedy uh-huh. masks. Um, Charlie Chaplin, I'm seeing there. Yep, yep. Also, this kind of reminds me of my best friend from high looks, school. Look at um, right um, next to Laurel and Hardy. Is that John Milk's booth? Uh, maybe he does have a, a newspaper or or a bill a, a playbill from the Globe Theater. Right. Yeah. I don't know if they had playbills at the Globe in Shakespearean times. Well, no, this wouldn't have been actual Shakespearean. It, it would have been sort of, you know, perhaps his parents took him there. Could be. You know. His father is a uh, police scientist, works in the police lab. Scientist? His uncle is in Scotland Yard. Well, that makes sense. What they do you would know have gone, about that? They would have gone over to uh, to London, okay. where he would have okay. where he would have gone. I mean, not that Scotland and London are the same places, but they're right, right, you know right. what I mean. You know, they would have gone. Well, to Scotland Yard is in London, so. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. So I'm I'm trying to think of how he would have gotten the playbill from the Globe Theater visiting his uncle. Well, I'm glad we pieced that together. We'll see you next week, everybody. Detective work, Bob. <gasps> hey, look at us. We're detectives too. Um, so. Next day, at Smallville High... Uh, um, are you bothered a little bit by Superboy, healthiest boy in the world? Height, 145 pounds. Uh, no, weight, 145 pounds. Yeah. Height, 5 foot 10 inches. Yeah. Chest, 40 inches. Waist, 30... God, I wish I had a 40 inch chest and a 30 inch waist. Don't you? I do, but that's kind of... It seems like he would look kind of thick-waisted. With a 30 inch chest and a 40 inch... Or 40 inch chest and 30 inch waist. I think his waist would be smaller proportion than... Yeah, you'd think he might have like a 42 or 44-inch chest. Maybe yeah. Superboy. Right, 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 right. I can't even remember when I had a 30-inch waist. I think I had it for five minutes. I when did. I... Fourth grade yeah. for me. Um, so Pete's running late from his drama club meeting. <laughs> Which And they have their own room. They have their own room. Look, it says drama club on the door. And they're writing an original work to be presented... Well, this Smallville is, High. they must have a great advisor. 
Well, and it's Smallville. Who, there's probably like, what, 50 people per grade level? <laughs> uh, so, this is back in the old days when they actually did invest money in both science and the arts. Right. Not either or. Or neither. science, science right. Uh, so Pete's taking Clark home to explain how to match fingerprints. He's got a giant fingerprint set. And he accidentally knocked over a bottle of poisonous acid. Whoops! Why does he have a bottle of poisonous acid in his bedroom, because, first of all? Because he's a scientist. He's a, that's his hobby. Okay, okay. If you're a scientist, you have bottles of poisonous acids in your room, don't you? Uh, I, you but, know, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. I had poetry and literature right. and plays mm-hmm. and musicals and a guitar and music. I had that in my room, and I actually had a box of old uh, booze from a family member that, that didn't keep booze in their house. Okay, yeah. but you haven't listed poison acid yet. Well, I just, you know, I guess you just keep your hobby, whatever your hobby is, you might keep the, the, the accoutrement around in your, your, your room. So my hobby was eating. Did you keep food in your room? Well, one time I had a banana peel, which I put in my trash. Uh-huh. And, of course, I'm a boy. I never emptied my trash. So You were very tidy. No. You weren't. No. You were what? when I met you. Uh, okay. Uh, that There's a first time for everything. Okay. Go ahead. Back to well, your story. banana peel was in the trash for a very long time. Yes. And... My father thought that I was sniffing glue because that's what old oh, banana peels smell, like, smell yeah. like, apparently. Now, you'll notice I didn't slip on a banana peel. No. And it's funny that your like, father would think that you were smelling glue. You. Yeah, me. Yeah. Of all people. Of, I know your siblings. I, <laughs> your brother. <laughs> Careful, they may. Oh, no, they don't listen. They don't to listen me. to this. Nope. No worries. All right, back to the. Back. So, yeah. uh, the, the cloud of poisonous acid obscures. Clark, so he's able to change to Superboy and inhale it all and save the day. Uh, explaining that he was on patrol and spotted the smoke curling up from the window and uh, arrived to save the day. I'll tell you what, Superboy, yeah. Clark Kent, uh-huh. is very adept at spinning a quick lie. Oh, sure. Oh, wait a minute. I see where you're headed. Mm. Um, I'm not headed anywhere. I just. I'm you're calling Superman that. a liar. Well, no. Um, anyway, Superboy disappears. Clark, he, he has appears. a talent for telling a lie very quickly. Right. Uh, Clark comes in and says, oh, I ran to get help, and then I passed out. And yeah. I just missed Superboy. And then he exercises his own amateur acting skills, Superboy uh-huh. does. Yeah. Uh, Clark can't, rather, by saying, could I have a drink of water, Pete? Uh, I'm still dizzy. Right. Yeah. So, uh... While Clark is resting, Pete's getting his fingerprints off of a glass. How would you feel about that? Well, hey, Bob, here's of, a cup of coffee. Let me get yeah. that coffee from you. By the way, I'm going to take these fingerprints off your coffee cup. I mean, I guess it kind of checks out that he's an amateur detective. However, then he explains that he has a fingerprint collection. I have the prints of everyone close to me. My mother, my father, my uncle, and now you. I'm your number one, one fan. Yeah, I don't. I think it's like if he's a kid detective, sure, he wants to get fingerprints, but that he keeps them? Mm. That's weird. It'd be weird if he sniffed them. Right. Now, well, <laughs> he might as well because now he wants all of his measurements. Yeah. And your weight and. Your Let me weight. check your inseam here. Right. <laughs> now, Superboy missed a good chance here uh, when Pete was taking his weight. Oh, he could have made himself heavier. Or, or lighter. lighter. Yeah, yeah, either way. But he didn't think of that. That's why he's a bad defense lawyer. Uh, Pete's taking all his measurements. <laughs> and the next day they're hiking, and Pete steps into a bog of quicksand. Yeah, I must act fast to save him. I'll slip into one of these caves and change to Superboy. So, you know... Um, Pete's not at all skeptical when he's turning around saying, Hey, right. help me, Clark. Help me and Clark's here comes gone. Superboy. Yeah. Clark's running in the opposite direction. Right. Um, Superboy, whatever. He flies around super speed and makes the bog disappear. So, Like Moses dividing 
the Red Sea. When I, I when you walked into the room, I was laughing because there's a printing scanning error or whatever. Uh-huh. It says by moving back and forth at super speed, I've farted the bog down to its bottom. Run for dry land, he says. I farted. There's no pee in there at all. Right. Yeah. Why couldn't Superboy just picked him up, plucked him out of the bog and flown away? Seems like a lot of work, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. And an awful mess. Um, I guess it's for the purpose of Pete having some footprints now that he can make plaster casts of Superboy's footprints. Thanks for saving my life. I'm going to make some plaster casts of your feet. Not at all weird. <laughs> Nothing's wrong with that, folks. Uh, meanwhile... Well, Superboy's starting to get suspicious. Mm-hmm. This Pete character is trying to pull one over on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, next day, the drama club is erecting an outdoor stage. To use next month. For their upcoming pageant. Yes. Uh, overhead, directly overhead, a plane explodes. Do you suppose it's the Chrysanthemum Festival pageant? Hi there, hello. We're, We're glad, glad that you could show to the for the Smallville Superboy pageant. Okay, I see what you did there. Um, the plane's exploding and exploding and exploding. Luckily, the crew is all parachuted out. As one does. Lu- as Just luckily, none of those explosions happened to kill any of the crew. Mm-hmm. Unless they were already parachuted and they're just being blown out. Dead corpses on parachutes. You know, we that had, probably wouldn't. There happen. was a plane crash yesterday. Four people died, and it was where terrible. I don't know when it was. It was so much happened last week, but I did hear it on the news, and I mm. thought, oh, it's so sad. And then I read this this morning, and I thought, oh, you know, we don't have parachutes in planes anymore. You never hear about people ditching planes and jumping out of them because we fly jets. I'm sorry. I, I'm just stating something incredibly obvious. <laughs> it's I didn't a turn. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Uh, it's a rough week. But luckily, Superboy uses his super elastic cape to... Is it really super elastic? Yeah, okay. it is. He can stretch it to any length. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that before, but I'm new to comics. Right. It yeah. happened all the time back in this okay. era. Okay. Uh, so that the plane debris bounces harmlessly off of his stretched cape, which is stretched over a tree. He pulls that old tree. That tree's yep. got to be at least 20 years old. Yep. Out of the ground. Yep. Just to... <laughs> Serve as some sort of umbrella? Yeah. Yeah. He could have... He could have done a lot of other things, like obliterated super it. speed and yeah. made a tornado. Fired his heat vision and melted everything. Yeah, everything. Nope. Let's just kill this live tree. Uh, oh, here comes Pete to measure Superboy's height. Yeah. Great job. Thanks, Superboy. Here, let me just check your height. Um, next day, sure enough, he's taking... Uh, mug shots of Clark now back in Clark Kent identity. So he's got yeah, full on photographs, and Superboy then is using his X-ray vision to spy on Pete. Yeah, I guess it's good enough for Superboy to do. Nobody else can spy on him. But well, he is suspicious that he's going to be uh, found out. You know, and in fact, exposed. And, and Pete does have a giant notebook. Helpfully labeled Clark Kent's measurements and Superboy measurements. Yeah, think how difficult it would be to do that. So you get a little file folder, right? And then uh-huh. you take a magic marker out and you put your, you put you put a uh, a ruler down and you write in big letters Superboy measure hyphen ments. Right. Yeah. Uh, no doubt That's about so it. We don't. We don't. We said so that we don't have any un- misunderstanding whatsoever. What he's doing. What he's reading there. Right. No doubt about it, Superboy thinks. Pete Ross is only using me to try to suss out my identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, next day at school, Pete's got a surprise for Clark. Try on this costume. Try on this costume. We want you to play Superboy in our Superboy pageant. What? what, 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 what? Uh, Pete says, you must see the resemblance between you and Superboy. What a stroke of luck. That in this small farm town, there's a boy who looks exactly like Superboy. Mm-hmm. What a coincidence. His, you could be his identical twin. Uh-huh. Uh, because of my detective hobby, the drama club delegated me to find a boy in Smallville who could play Superboy's role in a Superboy pageant. Our dramatic presentation. Well, that was a quick-thinking teacher, wasn't it? I'll say. Boy, you have a talent. <laughs> as a detective. Right. And we are going to write a Superboy pageant. Uh-huh. Since you have those abilities... 
you're going to find us. Please use someone. all of your skills to find a boy instead of, you know, just looking at the boy that looks exactly like Superboy. Yes, use all of your skills. Take all of his measurements. And by the way, he's your brand new friend. Hope he doesn't feel creeped out by it. <laughs> Backstage, um, Pete with Mr. and Mrs. Kent. It's an amazing resemblance, Mr. and Mrs. Kent. According to his physical measurements, Clark is an exact duplicate of Superboy. Er, you're right, Pete. What a perfect piece of casting. Well, I still think it's a very cute story. It is a cute story. And now we know why Pete wanted his fingerprints, because he made a giant bronze enlargement of one of his fingerprints as a gift. Isn't that sweet? Thanks, pal. Uh, I'm glad that they're friends. I am too, and we will see, as I said, in the future. In fact, the next issue of Adventure Comics will have Pete finding out Superboy's identity. Already? Yeah. Well, it's a reprint. I don't know how soon. The oh, I see. Right, right. We, uh, so the next issue that we see could be was actually written in 1966. This it wasn't a reprint, or was it a reprint? Yeah, the next issue will have the Superboy reprint. But I see. I don't know how, like it originally, if they were printed okay. back to back like that. I got you. Um, a Super Turtle short here. I never read these because they're idiotic. Uh, again, as I said to, about these comics before, exactly what age group is this targeted at? You know, is it like you, you, your, your kid sister gets hold of the comic and, oh, there's something here for me? Well, I don't know. You know, magazines, The New Yorker has little cartoons in it. and yeah, They're Playboy. usually quite intelligent. Right, right, right. But it's just a cap palate cleanser, you know. <laughs> like sorbet? Yeah, exactly like Sorbet. Except it's a turtle with a cape on. Um, well, we're done with that issue. Thank God. Really? No. I liked it. No, it was fine. We're getting no, into... No, really, really, it was fine. Um, these stories in the Legion of Superheroes are getting into sort of their classic era, which is, you know, what everyone remembers about the camaraderie and the continuity from issue to issue. And okay. It's an, ex- an exciting time to be a Legion of Superheroes reader. Will that change in the future? Uh, it will come and go, but uh, Legion does have a very devoted fandom. Okay. Including myself and work friend Chuck. Oh. Uh, check us out on social media at GoGoCheckPod. And uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast downloads from. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.